Hello, everybody, and welcome to Athletic Definition. My name is Coach Ray Z. And today I had an ultra runner, Zandy, who was going to come on the show, but life happens, and so the show must go on. Today I thought I would talk to you a little bit about my preparation for my Lake Tahoe Triple Marathon, as well as uh, I'm excited about the NBA Finals, and not necessarily because of the teams, but because uh, regardless who wins, we're going to have a, a Latin representation. Uh, we have Lopez on the Milwaukee Bucks, and then we have Devon Booker, which uh, most people don't know. He's half Mexican, and so I'm a Mexican-American, and uh, we've had maybe a total of five NBA players uh, who are Mexican uh, in the NBA, um, but none of them as good and talented as uh, Booker. So I will uh, also talk about that. And so <clears throat> I also wanted to thank everyone for listening in and showing support to the podcast. Uh, just like in many things in sports I've done, you always receive negativity and people have told me, well, why do you want to start a podcast? You think you're going to be Joe Rogan? There's so many podcasts out there. And I, I was trying to look at the numbers. It's kind of hard to be certain what they are because um, the stats keep changing. But from what I could see, there's over two and a half million podcasts currently. And um, there's over a million episodes easily. However, out of all those podcasts, there's only about 850,000 that are active. And out of those, most of them have only done maybe seven episodes, 10 at the most before they quit. And so today marks my eighth episode in about a month. And so I'm mentioning this because uh, anyone who's thinking about doing anything, uh, don't listen to the negative people. Go out and do what you want. In one month's time, I have uh, been able to get my podcast pretty much everywhere. I have reached three countries, the U.S., the U.K., and the Philippines. I have reached uh, nine states in the United States, which for me is very exciting, uh, just considering that I'm totally new to podcasting. And so uh, I've reached California, Virginia, New York, Florida, Massachusetts, Texas, Illinois, Ohio, and Alabama. And that does include, you know, my live reach on Fireside. And so, you know, you never know what opportunities will come along and the things that you do in life. And this opportunity that from Fireside is what I've been waiting for. Uh, I always felt like I've been a uh, the bench player, always asking the coach, put me in, coach, put me in, you know. And now I feel like uh, Fireside put me in, and so I'm going to take the ball and do my best to perform and make sure that uh, I do the most with the opportunity given. And so I just want to encourage everybody out there to just whatever it may be, you know, leaving your job like I did because you were unhappy, or starting to work out, or you know you're in a, a negative relationship. Um, family doesn't support you just go out i know it's difficult um but you can do it little by little <clears throat> and so i'm going to talk a little bit about the marathon now uh this marathon is on october 8th uh through the 10th and so basically you run a marathon a day for three days and so you run one friday one saturday and one sunday I did this once before in 2019, and it was the most difficult thing I have ever done. I had a major panic attack, and uh, being from Southern California, uh, 
going to Lake Tahoe, it was 17 degrees. Never experienced anything like that as far as cold. And so that added to um, the nerves. And mind you, by this point, I had already, I don't know, completed over 40 marathons. So it's not like I didn't have experience, but we all go through that, you know, self-doubt. And it's normal. It doesn't matter um, at what experience level you are. And, uh, you know, it's really, really difficult course uh, as well because of the altitude. And um, the second day is the toughest if you ever plan to do it. And the elevation ranges from 6,000 feet up to 9,000 feet. And then the last day is what they call the easiest and more people do it. So you have maybe about 50 to 100 other runners, uh, which is great for energy. Um, the first two days, the roads are not closed. So you will be running along the side of traffic. If that bothers you, I don't recommend it. However, the views, if you've never been to Lake Tahoe, it's just gorgeous. Uh, video that I've taken and posted doesn't do it justice. So if you get a chance to go to Lake Tahoe, I highly recommend it. What I thought was uh, very interesting was the fact that each day that I ran the marathon, I did better. I improved my time. And the reason I improved my time, I feel it just has to do with um, acclimation to the altitude. Uh, the first day I ran, I was pretty much heaving, dry heaving most of the marathon. And then the second day, um, maybe a quarter of it. And then by the third day, I was really, really breathing well. And um, I got my best time each day. So that was very surprising. And um, you could surprise yourself uh, by what you can accomplish. So this year, I'm really training hard. I'm really preparing. I attempted to in 2019. Um, at the time, I was dating someone. And, um, you know, it was a difficult situation at times. And I guess it could have been really easy for me to blame uh, time that we spent together on lack of training. Uh, but this year, there's a no excuse. Um, so I definitely uh, use that as a reminder to, uh, you know, I can't use that as an excuse this year. So it's extra motivation for me to train. So I've been training about five to six days a week, um, just depending on how tired I am. I'm okay with making adjustments and uh, I don't beat myself up if I say I have a goal of running uh, like 12 miles, uh, that which was today. Uh, I ran nine miles, but I don't beat myself up over it because I ran it in 93 degree weather. And so that adds a level of difficultness and mental toughness. And so even if I didn't reach the mileage, um, that difficulty, to me, it works out as the same. And there will always be critics, but guess what? There is no book, no video on how to run a triple marathon. So any insight that I'm providing is probably the first information out there. Um, I kind of just took what ultra marathoners do. And what they do is they basically practice running. And then two days out of the week, they'll go for a long run. And so they'll go for like a 20-mile run on Saturday and then another 20-mile run on Sunday. And so my mentality was, okay, well, then I'll just be active for at least six hours. Uh, as long as I'm active six hours on Friday, six hours on Saturday, six hours on Sunday, it doesn't matter if I'm not running the whole time, I will be 
in shape because I don't plan to be out on the course for six hours. And so that was my mentality and it worked. I completed the triple marathon. And so I'm not really changing too much. Um, my strategy would consist of running in the morning before work and then going to jujitsu after work on Friday. And then uh, after that on Saturday, I would play basketball for about two, three hours, then go do jujitsu for another two hours. And then uh, as it got closer to the marathon, I would try and go for a run in the evening if I wasn't too tired. And then Sunday would just be my long run. I would just try and run for at least three hours. And with that, um, that was pretty much the method that I used. And it's pretty much the method that I'm using this year. However, uh, this year I've just incorporated the ATG program, which is um, part of uh, Ben Patrick, the Knees Over Toes, which is one of my coaches. Um, you know, um, it's very unpopular opinion uh, to say that your your knees should, shouldn't go over your toes, but you know he's changing the way people see fitness now because it's 2021, and you know there's a lot of outdated information out there which is actually hurting people. People are getting unbalanced bodies instead of um, you know becoming more symmetrical and even because a bunch of guys, especially when they're younger, all they want to do is bench press or um, all we do is go forward. And especially as runners, where's the lateral movement and any backward movement? And so, uh, if you get a chance, check out my coach, uh, the knee pat, uh, the knees over toe guy, Ben Patrick. Um, he's great. All the contents for free, so you don't have to worry about that. And then uh, I wanted to move on to the NBA. Um, as I mentioned, um, let me pull up the stats that I have here. So there's actually two current players in the NBA right now that are Mexican. Uh, one of them is, his name is Juan Toscano. And he plays for the Golden State Warriors. Um, his stats are not the best. As I mentioned, uh, Booker is the best that, that we have right now. But uh, he's been playing for the Golden State Warriors, looks like for maybe since 2019. And he's averaging about five points. Um, Per game, and maybe about two assists for rebounds. So, you know, uh, I'm very happy. I, I didn't even know that. Um, so, I'm, I look forward to seeing him in games, um, and that's pretty cool to find out that there's like actually two people uh, that represent the Mexican uh, American heritage or just the Mexican heritage. Um, I myself am Mexican American, first generation. And, you know, especially with all the racism and stuff, I'm proud to say that uh, both my parents came over here legally and established the business. So I am first generation. And hopefully just by me saying that, that will uh, get rid of some of the negative stigma that uh, our people have received through the years. And so <clears throat> back in the day, maybe the most uh, popular, I wouldn't say popular, but a long, longest lasting player in the NBA was Eduardo Naranja. And he played in the NBA for quite a, some time, but I would never call him a star or even a, a household name. He started getting like a household name, you know, within the Mexican community. And he played since he started playing in 2000 and he retired in 2012. So 12 years, that's a long time in the NBA. And, uh, 
He's now 45 years old. And so then we move on to Booker. And Booker was born and raised in Grand Rapids. Uh, he was living with his uh, partially Mexican-American mother uh, while his African-American uh, father pursued a professional basketball career internationally. And so, you know, when I first heard that, I thought that was pretty cool. And then I started looking into him more. And then you just find out this guy's just a good guy, good, solid character. And in today's uh, sports world, uh, we need to highlight people like that. He he has a – I saw a story about where there's a fan um, who's um, especially challenged and then um, – it turns out he has a sister like that, so he took a liking to her, and um, she's like his number one fan, and he's really nice to her, and he flew her to New York, and you know when you find out these people are nice, then it makes you want to cheer for them because you know not all pro athletes are are someone you want to look up to. Uh, I'll give you a great example: we're coming off UFC, and if anyone watched the Conor McGregor fight, what Conor McGregor did was classless i love good and hard competition i love fighters to go out and leave it on the ring uh, but there's no need for that um, there's no need to be dirty and after you lost you should be humble um, threatening someone's life when your leg is broken and you can't even defend yourself and then talking about his wife when you lost you're just being a sore loser and so there's no there's no room for that in in the sport in any sport and it gets glorified too much uh, because that's what sells pay-per-views and so the people that that don't go out and get all crazy don't sell as many pay-per-views and so i hope that conor mcgregor's days are numbered in the ufc because no one should be that disrespectful uh, to anybody and so um once again i want to thank you everyone listening in i have a lot of great guests coming up it's been a interesting road uh, I, i'm surprised that some of the people that are interested and are excited to come on the show and i've been fans of them for a long time and then there's some people that i'm like just based on their responses I changed my mind and I don't want to have them on. I, I thought they were different. And so it's a very interesting journey, and, but I wouldn't change anything for the world. And, you know, this is the second time where uh, a guest has not been able to make it. And I'm okay with it um, because I know that each time I get up here and I do a solo show, I'm improving. So I just want to thank everyone listening in worldwide. And when I rebroadcast it, I really appreciate your support. And, um, I have many different show ideas coming up. Um, if you don't know, I have another show with my friend Ty. He's my co-host. It's called Drunks, and we do a beer review. Uh, we basically do a run or workout, and then we let you know what beer we're reviewing. And so you're more than welcome to get that beer. And then uh, after you earn your beer by working out, we just have a taste and say what we think and then we invite the audience up to let us know what they think and just have a nice good workout beer conversation kind of like i don't know if people have ever done jujitsu or just some some you know maybe running a running group and when you're done and all that energy's there people just like to go and kind of have a beer and 
just relax after they earned it. So that's a show that I have currently out. That's every two weeks. And if you click on my bio, you'll be able to RSVP for that and see what beer we will be reviewing. Uh, and then besides that, I have a couple other shows coming up. However, I'm going to keep my athletic definition, uh, which is live every Thursday and Friday with different guests. And tomorrow I will be having um, Chris Ann, which is a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. And she's also the host of the Sahi Hour. Um, she has been doing martial arts for at least 14, 15 years that I know. And she practices meditation. And so I really would love to see more women start doing jiu-jitsu in particular because it's such great self-defense. I have a daughter myself, and it is really difficult for me to try and get her to do jiu-jitsu. And so I figure the more inspiring different types of uh, body types of women that I could uh, bring on here, and just not just for my daughter, but for all women, uh, be able to feel confident, you know, whether they're at the gym or going for a run or just walking down the street um, because jujitsu is about leverage and so it really doesn't matter how big your opponent is um, and a lot of the positions are specifically i think when a guy would attack a woman so i highly recommend jujitsu and i'll be bringing on a lot of uh you know different athletes from different avenues i'm really working on bringing uh my friend who's a female boxer and i would love you know just for her to talk to different women i'm not saying all women have to become professional boxers but i highly encourage like self-defense as far as a part of working out you know uh, just lifting weights and cardio and zumba and all that that's great but you you know especially in today's world uh, we need to be able to take care of ourselves i have personally been robbed at gunpoint uh, I have had my car broken into three times, and I've caught people in my car at the same time, and I called 911. I got transferred three times, and so by the time they came, they were gone. So you need to be able to be prepared to defend yourself and survive until the police come, because they may not come right away, and most people may not even call the police. They'll just take out their phone and start recording. So... Um, I'm not saying this to cause fear or anything, but you know these are the realities of the world. And jujitsu is a martial arts that I just highly recommend to anybody. I've been doing it for on and off for like five years. And um, when I first started, I used to just get crushed by big people. Uh, and now I get to the point where, I mean, the person could be 250 pounds and I can hold my own. I'm 165 pounds, 160 pounds. And so they used to just come in and smash me, put all their weight on me, and that was it. But I mean, I can honestly say I've choked out quite a few 250 pound people. And then, you know, their ego won't have them tap out because they're like, how can a little guy just put me to sleep? So, uh, highly recommend jujitsu. And, um, Whatever you do, as I mentioned, um, train hard, uh, compete hard, but not dirty. There's no reason for that. Uh, you can injure your opponent or because uh, that's pretty much the dirty play. I don't really see too much dirty play in individual sports unless you consider it cheating like people have done in the marathons in the past. Um, 
but now with the uh, timing chips and cameras, they're really, really getting good at catching people who cheat because they always can tell that something's off of the chip. And now they compare previous times to past marathons. So let's say you, you have ran five marathons and they all were at six hours and all of a sudden you ran at 3.30. They're going to be like, how did this happen? Especially like in a year. So, you know, because cheating has increased, um, preventive measures have increased, but cheating has been going on forever. There's an old video. I don't remember the year, but in Boston Marathon, some lady just jumped out of the crowd and started running and she got crowned the winner. And it, that went on for a few days till she finally had to admit because as they were questioning her, like, well, what type of pace did you do? And things that she had no clue about answering. So she got caught or she was basically forced to admit the truth that she cheated. And, <clears throat> you know, there's no reason to do any of that. Uh, I'm really against cheating. I, I just, I like to play physical in whatever sport, but fair. And so no need to cheat. Uh, we need good role model models out there. And the last thing uh, I wanted to mention is um, the only other thing I have going on this year besides uh, Lake Tahoe Triple is uh, I will be running my 15th consecutive Los Angeles Marathon this year. Uh, that'll be the only marathon that I do till the day I die. Um, that was my first marathon. Uh, when I ran it, I did not train. And so it took me about a month to walk correctly. And I look forward to doing it every year um, till I'm no longer here. And maybe one day I could just somehow with what I do, just inspire one person. And uh, that makes me happy, actually. Because when I started all this, I got a lot of negativity. And even uh, along the way, I would still get negativity. But here and there, some, some people would come and just kind of tell me, hey, uh, you inspired me to start working out. You know, not running marathons, but just working out. Or you inspired me to start walking. And that made me feel good. So uh, my intention when I started doing this was not to inspire people. My intention was to get out of depression, uh, to get my mojo back, uh, to feel good about myself. And then, it, you know, this just kind of happened along the way. And um, I've been blessed through all the different training that I've done from, you know, boxing to basketball to jujitsu to running. I've met so many great people and I have a platform to bring them on. So I can't wait for you guys to start hearing more and more of my guests. And um, yes, yeah, since uh, I was hoping once again, I would get a bigger audience, uh, but I didn't really announce it because since uh, my guest wasn't able to make it, I just didn't think uh, it would be right for me to get a replacement such short notice and not give them the proper uh, introduction and uh, buildup that they deserve. So I decided just, to go on here and complete my eighth podcast, which is uh, for me a milestone. I'm so excited. Um, and uh, for bigger and better things to come. So uh, I got to say thanks once again to everyone listening. Uh, thanks once again to Fireside for this platform. And uh, thank you all for listening in. And don't forget to join me tomorrow. I will have Cruzan 
Purple Belt in Jiu-Jitsu for a great conversation. And uh, until next time.